the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. And welcome to the Larry Rosenthal Show. A little bit of a different start here this morning. We just want to get right into things. Larry, welcome aboard. I'm glad glad you're here today. Good morning, Chris. You're looking mighty good today. Well, uh, thank you, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kind of you to say. And how are things with you? What's going on? Things are good. Uh, very interesting time in the market this week. You know, well, first of all, welcome everybody to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal's show here. Uh, welcome our longtime listeners in the D.C., Baltimore area on WAVA 105.1 FM, as well as our national listening audience on Sirius XM Family Talk Channel 131. As Chris likes to say, border to border <laughs> and, and uh, coast to coast, right? Absolutely. So welcome, everyone. Live call-in, biblically-based financial planning talk show. Give us a ring at 855. 855- Five rows one two three eight five five seven six seven three one two three. The thing I like about Saturday shows, Chris, is it's open mic Saturday. Whatever subject matter might be on your mind, whether it's something to do with estate planning, taxes, mortgages, insurance, investments, your four hundred one k retirement plan, whatever it may be, stocks, bonds, whatever. Give us a ring at eight five five rows one two three. I like to start off with the with the you know the week behind and the week ahead. What what what's going on? Well, the markets this week were looking for direction and found some. Uh, first of all, uh, Chairman uh, Powell of the Fed made some comments this past week, which sort of got the markets a little jittery, a little upset. You know that no matter what anybody says, when you're looking at corporate earnings, you're looking at at what's coming out of Washington with fiscal policy. The Fed still has the biggest bat on the field. There's no doubt about it. And when the when when uh, Chairman Powell said that 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 inflation pressure seem to be transitory, meaning that they look like they're changing. This isn't a permanent fix on where things are. Let me state real quick where things are in the economy and, and what, the, what the playing card looks like going forward with this. Uh, I, I've been saying for months now this looks like a Goldilocks economy. And and now actually people are are starting to, 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 to say that as well around the country. And what I mean by that is the economy is not too cool and it's not too hot at the same time. It's sort of just right. And where the Federal Reserve comes in with interest rate or monetary policy, you know, they, they've sort of paused in their rate hiking cycle. Uh, towards the end of 2015 was the last was the start of this rate hiking cycle, and they've raised rates nine times since then. And now they're on what we call a pause, or they have found neutral, meaning that there's there's not a lot of inflation pressures that are dictating to raise interest rates as as inflation drives as 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 inflation drives up prices the fed will raise interest rates to sort of cool down the economy a little bit so that so that it doesn't get overheated and so that we don't have you know runaway pricing the fed does not want that nobody wants that really so when you look at the backdrop of the economy where we are today we have incredible job numbers that came out the other day and or you know we 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 created what 263,000 jobs we're estimated 193,000 for April 
Uh, so, and then on top of that, when you take a look at wages, wages from April of 2018 to April of 2019 have increased by 3.2%. And corporate earnings are still rising and increasing as well. So people are sitting around going, where is the inflation? When is it going to come? And that's what the real the real game is here. You know, inflation is tricking along right now uh, at about 1.6%. And the Fed wants it to get up to around 2%. That's their targeted, you know, measurement for, for, for growth uh, of, of prices and sustainability in the economy. So that's why the Fed is on pause right now. But a warning, maybe not a warning, but a little educational of reality, you know, kind of a reminder, you know, maybe sort of like the parents reminding the kids, hey, don't stay out too late, right? You need some sleep for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The Fed chair is basically saying, hey, remember, you know, things look really good right now. And that will, at some point, maybe usher in some inflation pressures, and then we're going to have to act upon that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what, what the markets were a little worried about this past week on, on Tuesday and Wednesday when all this was coming out was, um, you know, the, is there going to be a rate reduction, which will stimulate more growth, or a rate hike, which will slow things down? And, and based off of his comments, it looks like it's going to be more of a rate hike. On the flip side, you turn around Friday, yesterday, and you look at the tremendous performance in the market based off of wonderful economic news. And and so the economy is really strong and and growing well, (coughs) which brings back into the statement earlier in the week. Be careful at some point down the road they they may have to act on it so so you know bottom line here with the economy things look look very strong investments look 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 good i don't you know we don't really see any signs that based off of this information right now of of a recession anytime soon uh, although things things can change the next thing sort of on on the table when it comes to the economy and and what's going on is is the headline risk you know Big, big news coming out of China-U.S. trade. When is that deal going to be made? What does that deal look like? Will there be a deal made? And and word is now that it looks like, you know, within the next week or two, we may have uh, something a little bit more permanent along those lines. So, <coughs> excuse me, so that could move the markets as well, depending on what type of a deal is announced and structured. I think both sides will claim some victory. And, and Wall Street really wants clarity of direction when it comes to this. You know, Let's get the deal done and get it behind us so that we can get on with, with business and understanding where to invest and where to stay away from. So, so things look pretty good when it, when it comes to you know, the economy and what's happening there. Brexit has been pushed off to October, November time frame, so that'll come on again uh, in in the fall. But all in all, you know, the the economy, Chris, is is shaping up, looking pretty nice, and that's another question as to where do you invest today? You know, Mm -hmm. if you're going to be putting in new money, do you rebalance your existing uh, accounts right now? What's happening with your investment portfolios? We're going to talk a little bit about that uh, this morning going along. As a matter of fact, you can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and go ahead and click on Education. We have all kinds of educational materials out there uh, regarding the economy, retirement planning, college funding, things of that nature. So feel free to go go take a look at it all. Um, Chris, I want to roll into, I've got a lot to talk about today, and I want to just go ahead and sort of roll into some subjects that we want to talk about uh, the, 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 this morning. First thing, um, uh, we're going to be having our, our, our next seminar. This is an educational seminar, and 
You know, I, I've wanted to do this for a while, and um, we're, we're, we're going to be doing it over just outside of Baltimore, Maryland, at Turf Valley Country Club in, in Catonsville, Maryland. And uh, it's going to be on May 9th, uh, this, this coming Thursday. We're going to have two sessions. The first one is from 1 to 2.30 in the afternoon, and then from 6.30 to 8. And the subject is annuities, pros and cons of annuities. There's so much confusion out there. I'm just tired of the confusion. We're going to break down how annuities work why somebody would want an annuity, why somebody would not want an annuity. We're going to take a good look at it all and, and help you to sort of understand what, what the story is there. You can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and register. Just hit the seminar button and register right there. There's no cost for this seminar, and the refreshments are complimentary. Again, it's going to be this coming Thursday, May 9th, at Turf Valley Country Club and Resort. And and uh, we will uh, uh, be, be going over all the different annuities and things. Uh, Chris, is this? Uh, let's go ahead and uh, welcome uh, Kathy on the line. Can you? There we are. Good morning, Kathy. How are you today? I am well. How are you? I'm doing well. How can I help you this morning? Well, I was just listening. I just got off work and I was listening to you when you talked about the economy and how well the economy looks. And I would like to know what economy that you're really looking at. Because, I mean, I, I, I work. And um, and you said something about, you know, the raises, the raise that people have gotten. Um, they taxed half of what you do get. So how and where, you know, how is the economy better? And where are the jobs that you're talking about? Because they're sure most definitely not in Beaufort, South Carolina. And the money that you're talking about sure did not come to Beaufort, South Carolina. So where is this? Well, the, sure, absolutely, Kathy. Let, let me go ahead and, and describe it to you. There's, there's, you know, when, when, when I'm talking about these economic numbers ac across the board, these numbers are published by Bureau of Labor Statistics, which they, they publish all these reports every single month, and it's done based off of the, the nation's averages all across the nation. And this past month, uh, for, for in April, there were 76,000 jobs that were created in professional businesses and services, there were 62,000 jobs created in health and uh, education and health services, 34,000 in leisure and hospitality, and the, and the list goes on and on to, to creating new jobs of 263,000 uh, across the nation. And then when you take a look at, at, at wages rising, yes, it is true that, that if we make more money because of a raise, we will pay more in tax. But the thing about that is is we're not paying 100% in tax. We're paying whatever our tax bracket is and then our, our real effective tax rate. So if, if somebody gets a raise of, of let's say, $1,000 just to do math easy over the course of the year and they're in a 22% tax bracket, then that's what they're going to pay is $220 in taxes, and they're going to be able to keep the balance of the dollars versus not having the raise. So these numbers that I'm speaking of are the overall view of the nation. Then you have some areas in, in the nation where jobs, more jobs were created in different industries because those industries are located in certain, certain parts of the country. Whereas some some jobs and some some areas uh, receive higher wages, some some areas receive lower wages, but it's a, it's it's an average there, and you can actually go to Bureau of Labor Statistics to really check it out, and and that's where all the numbers really come from. Okay. Okay. Well, like I said, uh, what about the ones the people that work at uh, Walmart, um, these fast food restaurants, making ten dollars? Um, some places. 
make eight dollars. Um, my granddaughter went for a job and they was they wanted to offer her eight dollars and eight dollars an hour. And turn around now, you, you got to remember you're being taxed that as well. Whatever that is, you're going to be taxed on that. So the thing is, is that trying to make a living off of what you make, and some people have to work two and three jobs. And I, I, I really don't see that. I understand what you're saying, but I don't see where the economy is benefiting the people. You know what I'm saying? Because we have people that is in the White House that is making the decisions based upon what they think and what they feel is best for the people. But they're not out here working like the people out here are working. Actually, Kathy, the 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 decisions that are made there's two types of decisions that are made here i i understand what you're talking about okay and and the for, for, let, let me break this down in, in a couple of different scenarios uh people no matter what their their uh income is their socioeconomic levels they need to uh, they need to sit down and do a cash flow analysis of of their situation where they want to get to where they want to be as far as income expenses savings investments you know do they want to get a home do they want to save for college all of that type of in, of information right there um, the the decisions that are made through Congress on both sides of the aisle in all past administrations and this one is called fiscal policy whereas the the the, the fed on monetary policy is trying to keep the economy balanced with with low inflation or or moderate inflation targeted inflation as well as maximum employment and jobs and that's really how the whole system really breaks down and and works from from one administration to the next administration back and forth and and the way if you think about it it's it, it moves very slowly back and forth the aisles over over time and so what I what I want to do is I want to go ahead and put you on hold Kathy and I'm going to send you out our financial planning toolkit which can help help you and and your granddaughter maybe really start thinking about some financial goals and objectives and we'll give you a follow-up phone call as well to sort of to sort of help you out along the way appreciate the phone call you listen to making money sense this is the Larry Rosenthal show give us a ring at 855 rose 123 that's 855 767 3123 let's welcome Clint on the line good morning Clint how are you Good morning, Larry. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate you guys very much. The sure. reason I was calling this morning was a uh, uh, just for a little education on understanding the jobs report. I, I, I appreciate your, your take on it and, and breaking it down for us there a minute ago. And I, I like good news as much as the next guy, but I'm a little hesitant to jump on board as uh, another positive indicator of the economy when – uh, the jobs report did not show growth in two sectors, manufacturing and retail. We were on the tail end of, of hearing that we had uh, reduced uh, new housing. Uh, we had slowdowns in construction from the end of the previous year. And now we're looking at a jobs report that says we're still not uh, doing better in manufacturing and retail. And those are actually the actually large. Clint, actually, Clint, the manufacturing job posted sector posted 4,000 new jobs while retail dropped 12,000. So you're correct about that one area, area but manufacturing came in positive at 4,000. I, I just looked it up here on, online here in the studio. And, and when we look at a jobs report, just like any report, just like any financial piece of data, what you don't want to hang your hat on 
is one report does not make a trend, okay? And so when you look at the trend line of all the different sectors in the economy, that's how you go about assessing where you feel that the economy is. In other words, if, if, if we see, you know, for example, take retail. If we see retail jobs continuously declining with, with one month with a spike way up for whatever reason, some people are going to get out there and they're going to go, hey, you know what? The retail's back. It's great. Blah 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 blah. Well, no, that was just an anomaly. An anomaly. It's just one month of a spike. You have to look at the trend line of all of these reports. And when you're, when I'm talking from a macro perspective, looking at jobs throughout the country across all the sectors, we are seeing unemployment dropping. We are seeing wages rise. It's a matter of, of, of you know, these reports are not micro they're not local in different communities that that I'm talking about I'm talking about the overall re, uh, jobs number does that kind of make sense yes it does very much so yep so that's really have to, how you have to look at it and that does have a gauge into the economy and when I sit down with our investment policy team and and some uh, each month and 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 we we go over all these reports it does come up where, where sometimes, matter of fact, not, not too long ago, we, we had a, a, a new member of our investment policy team join the team, and he was really, really focused on this one report. And we said, you know, look at, the, look at how the numbers look today. How can you draw a conclusion from that when you take a look at the past of, of, of six months, 12 months, 18 months, now look at the trend line, and it spoke a totally different thing to him. And so that's how we really have to look at it. My thing on the jobs number, really, is I like to see these jobs being created. I like to see wages rising. I'm, I'm wanting it to, to, to have an effect at, at everybody's local level. And I think that if we can get some infrastructure stuff in place, that's going to really help more local communities than, than, than not coming down the road. So I don't think the story's over with yet. Uh, when, it, when it comes to all of the jobs. So I appreciate your phone call, Clint. Um, you're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Let's welcome Katie on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Katie. How are you this morning? Good morning. How are you? And thank you for taking my call. Sure. How can I help you? Um, I have a question on uh, mortgage. Uh -huh. I have a FHA mortgage, and uh, I'm paying uh, 1800 my interest rate is uh, 3.25. My principal is 300 plus, and um, the interest I'm paying is about uh, 800 plus, and then uh, the other goes to the association. I know. My question is, um, I'm trying to save money, and I was looking at it in my own thinking that's what I need help on that if I paid uh, paid it off because I have money in the bank which I also need help with about 200,000 which is I get about uh, maybe 20% interest on it so I was thinking if I can pay that uh, house off and uh, I'll be able to save on the 800 interest or should I pay maybe half of it? Because I inquired in the refinancing, and they told me that I can get a, a conventional loan, uh, which will eliminate my PPI, and I'll be able to pay like 1600 
Katie, I have a I have a quick question for you here. Is do you want to stay in this house? Is this your last house that you want to live in? Is this your retirement house? No, it's uh, my um, uh, actually it's a house that I'm about to move out, and I'm thinking maybe if I move out, I can put it on. Uh, if, if you're going to move out of this house anytime soon, then I would not suggest putting more money into the house, okay? Um, because when you put more money into this house, it's basically, you're, you're basically going to be subject to what price you get for the house. You know, if, if your house is valued, let's say, at $400,000, and you think you're going to sell it for $400,000, but you may, you may end up selling it for three seventy-five. dollars for whatever reason, I'm just making this up, then then any extra money between now and when you sell it, you're going to lose because you sell the house for less money. Plus, you have to pay all the fees and realtor costs and things associated with it. So on the other hand, if you if you think you're going to sell it for 400000 and you have um, and you end up selling it for 425 for whatever reason, then you're going to create $25,000 of equity in the house without you even putting any money into it. You can keep that money in the bank. So if you're not going to, to, to stay, if you're going to sell this home like you just mentioned soon, I wouldn't put any extra money into the, into the house. Now, on your next house, then we would make the decision as to how much of a down payment you want to put into it, whether or not it's going to be your final home, you know, your retirement home, or if you just want to pay your mortgage off for whatever different reasons. But on this house, that's the way that I would approach it, okay? Okay. Actually, this house, I'm trying to put it on rent because my husband bought another house that would be our house. I bought this house when I started working. So I want to put it on rent and maybe it will appreciate because I bought it at the time when it was, the value was, it's actually going to Well, if you're going to rent the house, then that's a different story than what you were just saying is that you want to you wanna sell the house. So so if you're going to, to move out and go to another home and then rent this home, First thing we need to do is break down what all the rents are in your area. See if you're if if the regular rent will cover your all of your expenses plus a little bit, the way the house is set up now. And if and if the rents if it looks like the the rental market in in the area where the house is located is is a little soft. In other words, you might have to come out of pocket each month. Then then we make the decision on well maybe we refinance it by putting more money down if you want to keep it as a long term rental. Uh, because the best rental property is one that's paid for because then you're getting all that free cash flow each month. On the other hand, you, you may say, you know what, this might not be such a good deal if, if I have to put in an extra fifty or $120,000, whatever the numbers are, when it comes to this. I mean, I, I, I can spreadsheet all this for you and show you how to look at the, the, the uh, angles of it all right there with, with what it is that you want to do. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'm going to put you on hold, Katie, and, and yeah. we'll send you out our financial planning toolkit, and we'll have someone over in our, in our Maryland offices give you a ring and go over it all, okay? Thank you. Yep, absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. Again, 855-767-3123. On May 9th, this coming Thursday, I'm going to be having two seminars. They're going to be on annuities. Yeah, believe it or not, we're going to tackle that 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 word out there in the financial services industry. A <laughs> lot of people hate them. <laughs> yep, a lot of people hate them, and a lot of people love them, Chris. We're going to be going over the do's and don'ts, why you should have one, why you shouldn't have one, all that kind of stuff. The 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 we have a couple seats left. It's going to be at Turf Valley Country Club and Resort over in Catonsville, Maryland. 
There's no cost for this seminar, and the refreshments are complimentary. Two sessions. The first one begins at 1 in the afternoon for about 90 minutes, and then the second one is the same material from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and register. Hey, Chris, we'll take, I see we've got to take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment with more Making Money Sense. listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Remember those kids that you keep your kids away from? Those kids that society doesn't seem to know what to do with? That kid you saw on the street corner last week? Remember that kid that, well, you feel sorry for? The dropout, the pregnant teen, the drug addict. Those are the kids that Youth for Tomorrow wants to reach. And Youth for Tomorrow has reached nearly 800 children since opening its doors in 1986. That's 800 young men and women helped to become responsible and effective members of society. The founder and chairman of Youth for Tomorrow, former Washington Redskins coach and current NASCAR team owner Joe Gibbs, says if we don't do what we can to influence our young people, there are plenty of others who will in the wrong direction. For more information about Youth for Tomorrow, call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. You can help turn a negative into a positive. Call 703-368-7995 or go to youthfortomorrow.org. Delivering sound financial advice you can depend on. You found the Larry Rosenthal Show. Call now with your questions, 855-767-3123, or stop by LarryRosenthal.com. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. That's right, 855-767-3123 is the number to call. We have Larry Rosenthal live in studio with us. And a line or two available for you if you'd like to dial in, Larry. Sure, Chris. That's a great lead-in to, to something that I really wanted to talk about this morning when I was I was uh, looking at some, some subjects and things. And in 1 John 3.17 says, If anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? And think about that. You know, Jesus said, you know, hey, the kingdom of God is at hand now, right? Mm-hmm. And, and sharing and giving and things of that nature. Um, let's stop. Let's stop and think about that this week. Maybe we could look to do some sort of random act of kindness uh, to, to to people that that may be in need, and let's do it anonymously too. And and I think that's uh, kind of a good thing there. So um, it helps out a lot in financial planning uh, when when um, uh, you know you're you're just trying to help your your fellow per- people, uh, you know, with, with with it all. So cast your bread, right? Uh, cast your bread upon the waters. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, let's uh, go ahead and welcome John on the line from uh, New Jersey. Good morning, John. How are you today? Very well. How are you doing, Larry? I'm doing well. How can I help you? Uh, related to the last call, I'm sorry if I missed all of it. Uh, basically, I have a friend. He's looking to move and sell his house, but his roof is in such repair that, uh, in such a state that he's going to need to repair it, he thinks, uh, in order to sell it. So if he doesn't repair it, you know, that's going to come into the negotiations, I suppose. And every, I guess a lot of the realtors he's talking to are saying, hey, yeah, you, you got to invest some money and fix your roof. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if he can sell it and negotiate it with somebody, um, 
Uh, that'd be great, but I would probably, if I was the purchaser, I would probably want it fixed ahead of time because, you know, once you get into fixing uh, a roof, you might run into other issues that, that you're not aware of. So um, okay. I would probably look into going ahead and fix it ahead of time. Okay, okay. And it's funny okay. thing, you know what, I forgot, I was, yeah, just real quick, I forgot I was listening to the family channel when I dialed in here and I heard the financial talk, and then when I'm listening, I heard you, you hit me with scripture. <laughs> I thought that was beautiful. Thank you very much. Okay, sure. No worries, John. I appreciate the, the, the phone call. You have a, you have a great weekend. Uh, let's go ahead and welcome Agatha on the line from Maryland. Good morning, Agatha. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing okay. H how uh, can I help you? I have a, a, yeah, I'm a, a federal employee, and right now I have all my retirement portfolio in stock. And I would like some advice on how to diversify because I, um, I'm looking at retirement probably in another six years or so. And maybe I should have done it earlier, but I have no idea what to do. Can you help me, please? Sure. Let me lay out the concept for you here, Agatha. You know how a helicopter takes off? It's sitting on the ground, and it goes straight up and then goes to its destination versus an airplane has a runway. So when a, when a helicopter lands, it hovers right over where it wants to land and drops straight down, right, versus a, an airplane has a long, slow glide path that's descending all the way down to the ground. And so I want you to sort of think about that long, slow glide path that descends all the way down to the ground when it comes to retirement planning. The closer you are in time to needing your money, the more conservative it needs to be. So if you're six years out right now, we have to, uh, we have to take a look at a couple of factors. One, how much are you going to need from your, your retirement savings plan once you retire? And we need to get your investments on a glide path that reduces risk as you approach that point in time of retirement, okay? And then two, we also have to accept the fact that once you retire, you're probably going to live, you know, another 20-plus years or so. So we still need to have some money that's still growing for you. So we need to take a look at where your dollars are today and then come up with an investment plan today to start you on that glide path so that you don't get to retirement, have all stocks, and then the market drop, and then you go, uh-oh, now I'm in trouble. Does that kind of make sense as to how we have to position this? Yes, yes, it does. Okay, if you like, I can send you out some information on on how to go about doing that, how to, how to go about rebalancing toward a a, a, a uh, more of a less volatile time in retirement. Would that help you? Yeah, that would be helpful. Okay, I'll go ahead and, and put you on hold, and Bob will get some contact information from you, and we'll have someone give you a ring and, and explain it to you. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Let's shoot on over to uh, Rockville, Maryland, and welcome Tamara on the line. Good morning, Tamara. How are you today? Good morning. I'm, I'm fine. Thank you. Just inquiring if you may speak to the subject of uh, condition of married filing separately, taxes, still married, Okay. And ramifications on a 
12 year old i've already learned the hard way the ramifications of what it does to me personally while i'm still married but um, i've been advised by aarp advisor to find out about how this will affect negatively impact college applications and documentation once a child is in college that status seems to they say really hurt you more than it is now and i'm hurting now so i'm kind of wondering what i can do to i don't the condition that we are in probably won't change for 20 years if the lord lets us live that long i'm just trying to maintain my financial integrity with the irs which i am but how do i anticipate what i'm going to find out i don't know what to expect when i go to file taxes and that child's in college and i'm trying to either get credit or deduct i don't know what it's going to be so we need to do some tax forecasting, basically, Agatha. I mean, uh, T- Tamara, uh-huh. that, yes, that's sir. what we need to do. Okay. okay. Sorry, she was the last caller. <laughs> we, that, that's what we need to do is some tax forecasting. And the best way that I have found to do that is if you do your own taxes, then then sit down and do a mock makeup tax return in the coming years. Uh, but one of the most uh, valuable things that I've seen is for people to actually go – pay a CPA and say, you know, here's my situation, and I need you to do a tax forecast for me. What does this look okay. like, and what advice do you give me now, knowing what our situation is and how to minimize the tax exposure legally uh, when, when it comes to the plan that we have in place for our family? That's the best way that, that I would look at doing that. And uh, we work with a couple of different CPA firms, and, and one of them happens to be over in, in Maryland. So if you want, I can, I can have you uh get you know have somebody reach out yes, to sir. you there and and do that you know sitting here in the studio i would need to look at your different tax returns over the past few years sure. and do sort of an in-depth conversation to give you that answer but i would also tell you i would refer that over to a cpa who's going to sit down and crunch all the numbers look at your ta- past taxes you know you have to pay them for their time a little bit uh but but it could be a very valuable education in, in future tax savings down the road right sure thing Okay, well, I'll put, I'll put you on hold, and then we'll have someone reach out to you about uh, getting getting a tax projection uh, down the road for your scenario, okay? Thank you. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. Let me place you on hold. If you listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal's show. Hey, again, this coming Thursday, May 9th, at Turf Valley Country Club and Resort in Catonsville, Maryland, you can catch me. We're going to be doing a seminar there on the do's and don'ts, pros and cons, I don't know what you want to call it here, of annuities. Who should have an annuity? Who shouldn't have an annuity? We're going to give you lots of education on this. You know, you turn, you look at the financial press whether it's on radio, print media, or television, and there's people that are sitting there going, we love annuities, and people are sitting there going, we hate annuities. Well, we're going to talk about that, you know, and why it's why they're here, what their purpose is, whether or not you should have one or not. So, again, you can catch us at Turf Valley Country Club and Resort Thursday, May 9th. We have two sessions. The first one begins from 1, goes to 2.30 in the afternoon, and the second one's from 6.30 to 8 p.m. There's no cost for the seminars and the for the financial education, and the uh, refreshments are complimentary. You know, people are hurting out here uh, with, with retirement plans. People are hurting with trying to save money. Um, one, of the, one of the pros that, that annuities do is they give you tax-deferred growth, saves you taxes. Uh, one of the cons are they're, they're, some of them are not liquid. 
So we're going to be breaking down all of this and, and letting you really look at, uh, you know, sort of a complicated financial product. If you want to come on out, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and you can register right there. Again, LarryRosenthal.com. Click on the seminar button, and you can register for this coming Thursday, May 9th, over in Catonsville, Maryland. Of course, I see we have to take a quick break. We'll keep the phone lines open. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. 855-767-3123. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. We'll be back in a moment. You are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the, the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494, or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703 201 2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703 201 2494. You've seen and heard him on Fox Business, CNBC, and The Wall Street Journal. Larry Rosenthal is here right now to take your calls at 855 767 3123. That's 855-ROSE-123. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. You've been listening to the Larry Rosenthal Show. We have some lines available for you at 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Before we grab these other calls here, just wanted to give a shout-out to what happened this last week with the National Prayer Breakfast. It was Kind of a neat thing, and uh, President uh, Trump came out with a, an interesting statement on that, a nice statement about prayer and, and for our country. Something I think, Larry, uh, we we are near and dear to yours and my heart uh, is praying for this country, that, this wonderful country that we live in. No doubt about it. I mean, the Bible's pretty clear about that. Pray for our leaders, right, mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, they need the help. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that, that, that's for sure. So, <clears throat> you know. When when you know one of the things when we when we launched these this show years ago, Chris, we we wanted to to sort of help people and teach people, um, you know, how, how biblical financial planning and and in in looking at this, we we have man's tools. We have mutual funds and IRAs and 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 four hundred one k plans and insurance and wills and trust and real estate and UITs and options and all these different things. And and we have the Lord giving us these assets and resources, you know. And you know, First Corinthians ten twenty six says, "For the for the earth is the Lord's and everything in it." 
and we're sort of charged with being good stewardship, good stewards of the assets and the things that the Lord gives us, and so we need some education on it, and that's one of the things that we want to do is we want to understand, you know, God's economy and then man's tools, such as the investment products that we, that we talk about, the investment strategies and things like that. Try to give people education on, on, on what's best for you, not what's best for the mutual fund company or the insurance company, but what's best for you in financial planning to help you accomplish your goals, understanding that you're, you're stewarding you know, the, the assets and resources that, that the Lord has given you. Hey, let's welcome Debbie on the line. Good morning, Debbie. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How can I help you? I have uh, just a quick scenario to run past you. Uh, five years ago, almost five years ago, four and a half years ago, my husband passed away. I had been staying home for 26 years and had to go back to work. It was I'm sudden. Sorry to hear about um, that. Well, me too, but I'll see him in heaven. Yep. So um, my question is, I have managed through working extremely long hours. Uh, we still have two children at home, although they're 18 and 20, but they're uh, one, the youngest just started community college. So I guess I have two questions. I have put um, a bunch of money to the mortgage because I don't like debt. Um, and that's really the only debt I have. My cars are paid for, my credit cards are paid off every month because I work hard. Um, I don't know if it's smart to pay the mortgage off or to kind of ride with the balance that's left on it because it's really my my only tax deduction at this point. So, Debbie, that's a very interesting conundrum situation. Uh, I don't like debt either, and there's different types of debt. There's good debt, bad debt, and necessary debt. You know, bad right. debt is financing the Disney cruise, right, on the credit card. That's bad debt. <laughs> um, good, good debt is debt that's tax deductible. Uh, that will also give you an opportunity for leverage in a good way. Necessary debt is maybe uh, the cost of college sometimes, right, the cost of education right. or dependable transportation to and from work. So or when we medical when we, bills. Yeah, exactly. So, so when we when we unpack that scenario, let's move to the to page two here, if you will, and and figure out what your goals are with this home. Is this the home that you want to stay in, or is it a home right now that that you know at somewhere down the road you may sell? That's another set of questions and answers we have to look at. My other concern here is if if we uh, well, not a concern, but a question is if we continue to pay down the mortgage, will you be in a scenario around retirement years that you'll be house rich but cash poor? We, you know, it's not going to do you any good to to have your home paid for, but not but not have money in savings once the grandkids come along and and a vacation or two things like that pop up. So there's a balanced mixture to all of that. And when it comes down to this question, there's nine different ways. I actually have taught classes on this, Debbie. There's nine different ways to manage equity inside your home. And uh, sometimes I will have clients have a, a big mortgage in retirement based off of their scenario, and taxes is one of them. Uh, sometimes I'll have clients pay their home off in retirement, and sometimes they'll have a small manageable mortgage in retirement as well. And it just really depends on, on the objective of your home, 
how long you want to stay there, and how much money you have outside of the home. Uh, because, you know, money inside the house is sitting inside wood, bricks, mortar, and steel and landscaping, and you can't eat that stuff. So we have to have enough money to, to, to maintain your standard of living while managing the, the, the home as, as well. So that's sort of the scenario there. All this is aimed at the fact of, you know, sitting down on, on the back porch going, boy, I really wish this home was paid for because I don't like debt. So that's sort of the math and the um, uh, thought process behind all of that. And, and um, so without diving in, without knowing more and more details financially, uh, goals, time horizons, risk levels, and things like that. I can't tell you, yeah, keep paying it off or no, don't. But that's sort of the, the, the thought process of all the questions that you need to be thinking about. And if you want, I'll, I'll, I'll send you out some, some information on how to do that and how to break it down. And we'll send you our financial planning toolkit as well and give you a follow-up uh, with an advisor who can actually step you through this thought process a little bit more for you. Um. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, I have some money outside of the home that's invested. It does a 12% return a year. Um, not a great deal, but, you know, it gives me an extra, you know, $2,000 a month cash flow. Sure, but that's wonderful. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to sell the home. This is the home the girls, it's the only home they remember with their father. And But when they leave, what do I need 4,500 square feet for? I don't. You know, so exactly. It make sense. Exactly, and so maybe you take the equity from this home, just as an example. Maybe you would take the equity from this home and put it down with some more money on another home, or maybe you do a trade down, like you just said. You don't need this large of a home, so maybe you sell this home, and maybe there's enough equity inside this home when it's time for you to move that you can pay for the next home, a smaller home, more manageable home, completely free of cash. You know, uh, with 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 all the cash from the equity here. And then, you know, so, so there's, a, there's a strategy called an equity endowment where if you decided, hey, I want to take an extra $500 a month and put it into my mortgage payment right now, instead of doing That's that, you I'm might doing. Wanna, well, instead of doing that, you might want to put it into the bank or put it into a okay. conservative type of a mutual fund because mortgages are simple interest on declining balances and investments are compound interest on appreciating sums. And so... By having the, the strategy of an equity endowment plan, you're actually building equity outside of the home, but it enables you when you sell the home one day to take that equity outside in, that's in the bank account or whatever and then put it down on the house. And, and actually that's, you know, a lot of people do that type of strategy. So I'll get you that information if you want. Yeah, I would appreciate that. May I ask one more question? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Is it? Is it uh, a good decision? I, I do have significant equity in my home. Is it a good decision to do a um, line of credit where I can take out, say, 100000 and invest that 100000 Even if the line of credit is, say, 5%, I can invest it at 10% and generate revenue on it. But then, of course, I've got you know more debt on my home or whatever. Well, you have more debt on your home and you have to make that mortgage payment that you're that you're creating. So the the uh, I have actually taught that in classes before and I understand the arbitrage that you're that you're trying to do in long term it could work. However, you know, what's 10% today could be minus 10% tomorrow. 
there's no guarantees sure. on a rate that high of, of a return, then what are you going to do? And I would also say this, okay, you know, at some point you cannot water ski behind two boats at the same time. You can water ski behind only one boat at, at a time. And what I mean by that is based off of what you're currently doing right now, without pulling equity out and investing it, based off of what you're currently doing right now, are you able to sustain your standard of living in retirement years and be debt-free? Or do you need to use this money to leverage that and risk what you are currently trying to do under your current path right now? In other words, are you going to be taking on excess risk that really is not going to materially change your standard of living? That's the big question that we have to look at. That can be answered okay. in a financial plan, okay? I can break okay. that out in, in, in a financial plan because if you're going to take unnecessary risk that won't materially change your standard of living, why do it? There, there, there's just okay. no sense to it, okay? Um, you know, the market's up right now. The economy looks good. Everybody's going, oh, it's so nice and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, do this. No, that's, well, that's going to turn you know, around. <laughs> that, that, that could turn around on a dime sometimes. You, you, just, yeah. you just never know. So, Debbie, let me put you on hold, and we'll send you out some information on all that. I appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, 855-767-3123. Let's welcome Joy on the line from Virginia. Good morning, Joy. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? Uh, well, uh, I'm 52, and uh, I am currently contributing uh, to my company's 401k plan. I'm contributing up to 5 per 5%. That's what they'll match, which is pretty good. And um, I'm a single mom, and um, I'm always concerned about uh, what else I can do to prepare for my future while still take care of my kids. So what other... Um, I do. I make between probably sixty-five to seventy thousand a year, and I'm thinking I'd still qualify for the Roth. So, is that a good place for me to park any extra dollars for retirement? Joy, I'm a big fan of Roth IRAs. No, no doubt about that, because the value of that is in retirement years when the money comes back tax-free to you. So that that's a good thing. Uh, the the answer to your question is really we need to draw a line in the sand and and ask if I keep doing what I've been doing where will I be down the road, and that's really the basis of a financial plan. If you go to my website LarryRosenthal.com, there's a video on the front page. That's the answer to your question right there. Is we need to build you out a, a, a retirement plan scenario that says, hey, if I keep doing this, how am I going to be? And then and then analyze where to fix it and how to fix it if, if we don't like what the results look like. But, yes, a Roth IRA is a great vehicle. The downside to a Roth is that you don't get your tax deduction today, but you get all that tax-free income down the road, providing it's there for five years or at least 59 and a half, whichever is longer. Uh, so so that's what I would suggest is is maybe – we can send you out our financial toolkit. Uh, there's no cost for it, and and uh, that'll get you down the road started to building a financial plan. Uh, because that's really the the ultimate question is is you're asking is hey, where am I right now? Am I on pace to accomplish my goals? Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so well, that, that's like what we that need toolkit. to do. 
Yep, definitely. I'll put you on hold. Bob will get your, your information, and we'll have someone follow up with you w- sending the toolkit out as well. And, and, and in the meantime, go visit my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and right there on the front page is, is the video for it all. Let me place you on hold. Appreciate the phone call. Have a great weekend. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Again, you can catch me. Uh, we're going to be doing our, our, our seminar here on annuities this coming Thursday, May 9th, at Turf Valley Country Club over in Catonsville, Maryland. We're going to be unpacking, dissecting, whatever it is, analyzing, picking it up and twisting it all around, <laughs> the do's and don'ts, the pros and cons, who should and who shouldn't have an annuity, and what are they there for. Uh, so, so it's going to be lots of questions. I'm sure the class is going to be going to be uh, ha- having lots of questions in it with with annuities. So you might have a line out the door on that class. That's a yeah, popular really. so, topic. So uh, it, it it is. And and uh, hey, bring some friends. Learn about the annuities. And and uh, we'll we'll have lots of fun there. You can go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and register there. There's no cost for the for the uh, educational classes, the educational seminar, and the and the refreshments are complimentary. So it's going to be two sessions. The first one's from one to two thirty in the afternoon, followed up by six thirty to eight p.m. in the evening, and uh, it'll be lo- lots of fun. So bring your questions, bring your annuity if you want. We'll 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 take a look at it all and 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 go over them all. So uh, let's go ahead and welcome. Uh, who is this? Anonymous on the line from Maryland. Good morning. Hello. How can I help you? I like that name. I've always liked that How name. Are you? <laughs> Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, I just have a question. The townhome that my husband and I are in now, we plan to stay there for another 10 years and then retire and move to like the forever home. So I want to know does it make sense like, to upgrade the appliances, put on a new deck because things. Um, even though everything is good, but it looks kind of old. It's something I would like now. That's really a, just a personal decision. I mean, you know, if okay. if you want, if you're going to be living there for another ten years, and you want some new appliances, and it's not going to really materially change your plans down the road, then why not? Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's that's, that's a personal. Yeah, you know when when well, I appreciate the phone call. Then you know when 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 Chris, when when you let's talk about that a little bit. Sure. Retirement planning is a lifestyle choice. It's a lifestyle decision, and along the road towards retirement, we have college, we have cars, we have vacations, we have clothes, we have computers, we have all these different things I call in them life. Land, we have landmines, is what I call them. Is that what you call them? <laughs> we have we have you know uh, kitchen upgrades, remodeling, decks on back of houses, new <laughs> lawnmowers, whatever it may be. Yeah. These these are things here that you know is is it, when you look at at your current cash flow and and what you're on pace for your savings and investments, your debt levels, you know all these come towards lifestyle choices. And what's interesting is. I have I have seen in, in the in the decades of doing this with many many clients all across the country, uh, people that make reasonable average incomes, uh, be able to retire with their homes paid for and a nice bank account. And I have seen people who make extremely large incomes can't figure out how to save money because they just continuously spend. And so it really doesn't matter what you're making. What matters is what you're spending. What matters is, is are you happy with your standard of living? You know, like I mentioned earlier, you can't water ski behind two boats at the same time. Mm-hmm. But you can water ski behind a boat. But if you can't afford that boat, maybe you shouldn't have that boat. So, so you don't want to see me water ski, and I don't think behind the boat. No, I don't want to see you water skiing <laughs> at all, Chris. <laughs> Danger, okay. Danger Will Robinson. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, you can uh, inner tube, right? Yeah, I'll do that. That's good. There I you like go. It. There you go. 
Uh, but but my, my, my point is all of this stuff, these, a lot of these questions boil down to building a financial plan. And, and, and very few people uh, build a financial plan and really monitor it and track it. That was one of the subjects that I wanted to talk about today. But we're going to roll that forward to next week, the six different stages of a financial plan. We'll be talking about that next week. So, hey, we've just got a few moments left. If you want to give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123, feel free to do so. Or give us a call at that number during the week. We get a lot of calls and answer lots of questions and send out information. We want our financial uh, we want to pass on financial education to everybody who wants it. We believe people have the right to financial education uh, to, to help out their, you know, whatever it is that they're, they're shooting for with it all. Uh, again, go to my website, LarryRosenthal.com, and check out our seminar schedule coming up. We're going to be taking a break in the summertime but rolling out a whole bunch of new things in the fall as well. We've got one more coming up here this coming Thursday. Check it out. So for Bob in the back. And Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week, and we'll be back next Saturday with another session of Making Money Sense. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.